25 days of design chats in December. Let's go. December 7th, when to spend in your remodel and when not to. Let's talk about it. How do you know when to spend in your remodel to get the most bang for your buck and when to save? I wanted to talk a little more about yesterday's topic using the Goldilocks principle to figure out how to make design decisions more simply and confidently during your remodel process. And I wanted to talk about how it works with my design clients. When I give them three options, maybe four times out of five, they choose scheme two. They choose the middle path, but with a few caveats. Here's how it works. So when we're preparing a master plan for someone, we send them their solutions package, a big package of sketches, options, annotations, descriptions, pull together images from Pinterest boards and design recommendations all in one, honestly, kind of huge document. And they get a couple of days to review it. Then we have a zip down meeting over Zoom so we can talk through all of the schemes, all of the proposals together. Now, people have different paces for how they feel decisive. Some people come to that meeting having talked about it as partners, having thought it through, they know what they want to do and they'll ask us to make the quick modifications that are necessary and go from there. Other people take a little longer and they want to sit with it for a couple of days or weeks, occasionally months before they know which of the schemes resonates most with them. But four times out of five, people will come to us and say, it's scheme two, that seems like the most reasonable option. But can we, in this case where it's not so important, pull in this idea from scheme one that's more simple and over here, over here where we really care, let's pull this idea from scheme three. Let's go big in this spot, in our master suite, in our home office, in the kitchen, in our connection to the backyard. Whatever really feels like the most important place to that client is usually where they want to pull an idea in from scheme three or to take a whole area from scheme three and merge that into another project. I find this to be true so often and it really delights me because it is the exact right way to think about where to spend money in your remodel. When you're doing a remodel, there's a number of moving parts you want to keep in mind. There's a number of accomplishments you want to make before you get to the end of it. You're probably fixing a few maintenance headaches. You're probably taking some amount of resale value upgrade into account and you're personalizing the house. You're making it fit your life, your style, your vision, the wish you have for the way your life actually went more precisely. And you should, in your own master planning process, come to an understanding of what parts of the house, what parts of the project are really going to be the most important to you. What's going to make you feel joy on a daily basis. And that place, that part of the house, that time of day, that experience, that's where you should really spend. So I don't really encourage people to go for the most expensive finishes, the most expensive fixtures, the biggest addition. In a lot of cases, we can get by with something that's just enough, but there's always going to be one place where you shouldn't cut costs. Even if you want to have a really budget-friendly, low-cost remodel, even if you're planning to DIY almost everything, there should be at least one part of the remodel that really blows the roof off and maybe blows your budget just a little bit because then you can look back on the whole thing and say, yes, I did it right. I'm so glad it was worth it, worth the time, the effort, the expense. And so I really encourage you when you're thinking about how to allocate money, actual dollars for your project, and when you're just thinking about the project in a fuzzy big picture way, to start from the very beginning to identify where is the area, what's the experience that really needs to feel great here? 
And then as you begin to brainstorm design ideas, you'll start to realize as you're doing your Goldilocks one, two, three options to compare against each other to help yourself make a decision, you'll see it when it happens. Roxy's adjusting herself in her bed. It's her nap time. You'll see it when it happens. It will be like a light bulb moment. And when you see that great idea, you come up with it, someone else suggests it to you, perhaps I suggest it to you. That's the moment that you say, okay, I'm willing to splurge here. Even if we have to cut costs everywhere else, this is the thing that's gonna make a difference. And those choices, that dream finished material, that perfect tile that you wanna have in really quite a lot of places or just in a small area, blowing up the ceiling height to match the roof line so that you can walk into your living room and feel like every time, those choices are the ones that are really gonna make you feel glad you did a remodel in the first place. So do you, have you already remodeled? If you have and you've got a perfect splurge choice that you totally agree with and you never regret, put it in the comments. If you're planning to remodel, what's the part of your house you really wanna go all in on? Even if everything else has to be a little more reasonable, adulting choices. Tell me in the comments where you want to splurge and where you want to save because you don't have to have a, an across-the-board level of remodel. You don't have to have an entirely high-end remodel or an entirely budget-conscious remodel. You can choose the areas that are most important to you and that's where you spend. That's the beauty of a master plan.